And welcome back. Uh, zero to 60 rolls here on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. Bree Mason is over there running the show uh, on the production end. Happy 2024. I hope everybody had a blessed holiday season. But it was awesome on my end. Getting to hang out with the family and whatnot and, you know, great gifts and great times and good football and everything was good. So, uh, yeah, I really hope that everybody's holiday season was great. Uh, and, you know, we're going to start 2024 off with a bang. Uh, and see how it goes. But like always, uh, our show here, uh, Zero to 60 on the Believe Network, is brought to you by our good friends at the Bet Online Network. Uh, the only people that don't get time off this year uh, around this time are the pro athletes and the people with Bet Online. And then with the NFL and bowl season and NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online uh, isn't taking uh, any time off. Uh, to get you good odds on good bets, news, and info. Bet Online has all the sports wagering info available for you uh, on both desktop and the mobile apps. And if you head there today, remember to use the promo code BLEAVE to receive a 50% bonus welcome on your first deposit. So put in 100 bucks, get 50 bucks back. That's the way it works. Use the promo code BLEAVE, uh, and we roll here on 0 to 60, the first show of 2024 on the second day of the year. Bree, let's roll. All right. Alex E. had a great comment. Said, Matt, that Michigan O-line with Nugent heading the charge dominated again. Thanks for developing that kid. He has the heart and character. One more to go in Houston. Go Blue. Go Blue, baby. That's right. Go Blue is right. And uh, look, I was hoping that they'd be able to pull that out yesterday. Uh, I was pulling for Michigan-Washington in the final. Uh, I didn't think it would happen. I thought for sure that the rest would make sure it was Alabama-Texas, but the, the players made sure it was Michigan-Washington. Uh, the Michigan game was outstanding. I mean, it was everything you could want in a college football game, comebacks and fourth-quarter drama and overtime and to see uh, Drake Nugent, who I've been working with for so long, on top of Connor Jones and Gentry and Reese Atterbury on that side, and then to watch the late game and watch Rosengarten and and Zach Henning and all those boys up in Seattle do the same thing and punch their ticket to the playoff in the final. It's why we grind at 6-0, man, and it, it's why we push as hard as we do. It's why we've been doing it as long as we have. Um, you know, it, it's – Talking with Drake and his dad last night after the game, it was, you know, over text message was awesome. Just the the elation and being in that moment after a win like that, you know, it, it only comes along maybe one time in your life. So it's pretty cool, man. Last year at this time, we were in the transfer portal trying to figure out where we were going to go uh, after playing, you know, 12 games at Stanford and going three and nine. And this year he's, you know, on an undefeated football team and the head of it and first team all Big Ten and, the NFL is next, so it's ring time now. It's which which side wants that ring more because these are definitely the best two teams in college football. I've been saying it for months. I mean, I, I was easily the first guy on Coach JB's show to come out and say that Washington and Michigan were my picks on the on the national title. That was in September. So, you know, I, I think Washington is really good, and Penix Jr. should have won the Heisman. The Heisman voters definitely fucked that up. Uh, and the <laughs> big time and Washington or, or Michigan is just so physical and just so brutal uh, up front that if you make a mistake, they're going to beat you. So I don't know what's going to happen, but Monday night's going to be real fun. Uh, who do you got in the game? Oh man, I'm not picking that game. All right, right now. all right, no, it's I, here. I, I thought I, I got to think you. about it. I got to, I got to rewatch <laughs> both of them. I can't pick that right game right now. Too uh, happy. Ty Riddle uh, said, you know, as a Texas fan, I'm proud of my team. We've been resilient this season, uh, and also wish you a happy new year. 
Happy New Year to you as well. I despise your team on a cellular level, but <laughs> at, the, at the same time, um, at the same time, you know, I do think that they had an unbelievable year and be interesting to see what happens with your quarterback. You know, does Quinn come back? Uh, does he want to stay around the Arch Manning, you know, circus? You saw last night that picture of everybody hoarded around Manning, nobody talking to Quinn. Quarterbacks don't like that none. So we'll see what happens there. But Texas is definitely on the up. I mean, Sarkeesian has them humming going into the SEC. And now going into a 12-team playoff where you don't have to be undefeated or have one loss, you know, in triple overtime to get into the playoff. Uh, you, you know, it, it's the schedules are harder, the conferences are harder, and there's going to be more teams with one or two losses that are in there fighting for the for the championship, and that's a good thing. So I'd imagine Texas will be right back in the fold next year, regardless of who's playing quarterback. They are real good. Uh, Pez thought Texas was in it till the end, thought the play calling at the end was bad. Play calling was rough across a couple of those bowl games. Did anything else stick out to you? Look, the Texas stuff, I don't know if this is the play calling or the nerves of the kids. Because Sarkeesian was calling up a masterpiece, and they were not executing. At 23, dropped the ball. 23, you know, I can't remember the kid's name, Blue, I think. He, he put another one on the turf on a fumble. That's not that's not play calling. That's players. So well, the last play of the game, you have a quarterback trying to sneak it six yards out, and where was he going to go? Yeah, I mean, it, look, you you do make some questioning, you know, like, hey, what the hell is going on here? But it, every game doesn't come down to one play. I mean, it, some games at the end of games come down to one play, but that wasn't the that wasn't the case last night. That game was lost in the third quarter when Washington had the ball for thirteen minutes. Washington had the ball for 13 minutes in one fucking quarter. That's when the game was lost, period. They went up by 10, and once Washington gets a lead on you, they just burn the clock out so you run out of opportunities, which is what happened to Texas. Uh, FSU got rolled over after a bunch of their players chose to opt out. Can you talk about that in general? Um, I, look, that entire situation sucks. It just it sucks. It's not productive for college football. I agree with Kirby Smart. There's got to be something done about this. And look, I'm in the I'm in the player movement business at 6-0 and that's what we do, but at the same time, man, holy shit. How can they justify 50 kids sitting out of one game and playing all freshmen and like putting that 63 to 3 monstrosity on the field after having an undefeated season? Like Casey Roddick played guard in that game for Florida State. I felt bad for him. Feel bad for my dude in his last college game. That sucks. He just came off an undefeated season, and now Florida State's going to be known for that rather than the undefeated season. It's really too bad. So the NCAA's got to do something about this, and, and I don't know if they can. They're they're a ballless, clawless organization that has really no pull. So I, I personally think that until there's some rules and regulations put in on coach movement, player movement, when this can happen, I don't know why it all doesn't happen when college football season's over. Like when college football season's over, maybe everybody then should move on. On when we're talking about coaches and players, you know, can we get these kids all paid on a on a structure that's like salary capped? Can we get them agents? Can we get them a union? The, the, there are so many questions that go into this. But I'll tell you this: the longer that we don't do anything, we're going to have more outcomes like sixty-three to three and thirty-eight twenty-four Oklahoma, Arizona, and Oklahoma is a better team, but they don't have anybody playing. Missouri beats Ohio State fourteen to three; they don't have anybody playing. 
Ole Miss and Penn State, like, I don't know if Penn State's just shitty, but Ole Miss 38-25 or Penn State, I don't know if that's a good game. On the other side of the, of the thing, though, Air Force and Wyoming both won, so that's cool. You got to give a little bit of love to the regional schools. I guess. I guess you do. Uh, we're going to move on to NFL now. I know you wanted to talk a little bit about how the Lions got screwed against the Cowboys. Are you still uh, reveling in that? Yes. Totally fucked. Proper fucked. Just, I mean, I, more, you couldn't, you, look, look. I don't know if you could get more fucked out of whorehouse. Yeah, I know. That's how fucked they got. That's you know how fucked that is. That's real fucked. So what I'm saying is that's where you go to get fucked, and they didn't even go there. And I'm telling you, it was. I thought it was the worst, <laughs> the most most ridiculous shit I think I've ever seen in my life. Skip Dan Skipper went to Ralston Valley out here. I know Dan. All right. First of all, Dan, let me get this just for the ref. Dan is the six foot 11, 345 pound fucking monster wearing 70. He's the one that ran out there and was like, hey, I'm reporting. And then they told Decker to go over and report too. The quarterback did Goff. And Goff even said, like, we don't even need Skipper to report, but we needed Decker to report. Campbell told the And Campbell told them before the fucking game. So I mean, this is this is so bad. And not only that. Of course, everything works out this week to benefit Dallas after it happens. You Philly, think the fix is in? The, the fucking Philly loses. Dallas in the two seed instead of Detroit. <laughs> Detroit should be in the two seed instead of Dallas. And the fucking NFL doesn't do anything about it. Everybody's just on NBC like, oh, ho-hum. You know, oh, we fucked up the game. Oh, ho 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 Like, they don't give a fuck, man. They're just, they know people are going to watch. I just, I, I. I thought last year when the whole Hamlin thing happened, you know, and thank God that kid's okay. But when it happened, they didn't play that game. And that was a massive problem with playoff seating. Well, that was a year ago. That was a year ago. Now you're looking at this, and I know it's not a kid potentially dying on the field, but it's still, it's another egregious fucking problem that the NFL has to deal with from a scheduling standpoint and also from a, competitive balance standpoint last year the question was how do you have competitive competitive balance if two of the teams in the afc that are at the top don't play for playoff seating that's why they do all these games at the end of the year when they schedule them like this well now how can you say there's any competitive balance with detroit and dallas that was fucking ridiculous if they can get if they can look up in the booth and have fucking the nerd that's up there hitting the button hit the button and go hey this play needs to be looked at. Why can't they go up in the fucking booth and look at this? You know, uh, Tyler Riddle Terrible. also says he's a Cowboys fan and the Lions got screwed. They so, got totally screwed, bro. Uh, can't let it stand in the way. We're going to take a look at the clinched uh, playoff predicament here. As you so rightly predicted, Ravens and 49ers both clinched that number one spot. And then you've got Cowboys and Lions and the NFC, AFC's Dolphins and Chiefs. Oh, horseshit. It's kind of, it's, uh, well, how do you feel about it? All right, look, the AFC, the, the Ravens are going to be a hard out, but I have seen them be the one seed before Lamar win the MVP, 14-2, and two, rolling best defense in football, and then shit all over themselves immediately in the divisional round. Tennessee went in there and ran the ball down their throat. Now, is there a team like that out there like Tennessee? That, yep, Cleveland. They've already gone to Baltimore once and one. So that's going to be interesting. We'll see if Baltimore can hold on to the one seed and they'll get the bye. The Dolphins and the Bills play Sunday night for the East. So that's on, that's the Sunday night football game. That's the last football game of the year. 
it's going to be a barn burner. Those two teams don't like each other. They played last year at the end of the season. Then they played in the playoffs. Now they're playing at the end of the season again, and they could play in the playoffs. So I I don't know who I like in that game yet. We'll do that at the end of the week. But I'll tell you this, man. Miami's in trouble. They lost Bradley Chubb. They, they look like they're a little beat up. Mike McDaniel, you know, has got to figure out. He's got to reach in that bag of goodies and, and figure it out. I really love that kid. I think he's a great head coach. I think he's going to do a great job for them down there. Uh, Kansas City snuck into the three. They win the West. Um, we'll talk about the Broncos here in a minute and my problem with that. The Browns are in as uh, – yeah, we'll talk about it. The Browns are in as a five seed, and they might be the best team in the AFC, even with fucking Super Joe Flacco, bitch. That's right. Super Joe! Hey, let's go! Super Joe Flacco! Woo! Because I'm not on the show right yeah. now. Yeah! And it's so frustrating. Yeah, Super Joe. Wait, you're 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 throwing all this love <laughs> towards the Browns. Fucking hate I the turds deserve it, okay? They've been getting shit on forever. Literally, look at their jerseys. Uh, they make bad decisions, but then they made a good one giving Super Joe a chance. And Super Joe came in on his fucking super old horse and got out of his super old saddle and got his creaky ass down there and started fucking slinging it around for 300 a game with backup offensive linemen. Did you just say he was slinging it around? Slinging. That's, Deshaun was slinging. Joe's out there fucking firing. But, you know, like it, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, like he's doing it with two backup tackles and his fucking running back's gone. And Amari Cooper wasn't there the other night. And it don't matter. Super Joe just gets off the fucking, off the horse. And he's like, I'm here to help you. Slinging it around. Deshaun's out there. Like, Deshaun's out there, you know, Chicago backhanding in the corner. Like, need any help, Joe? Too bad. My shoulder hurts. That's okay. I'm not using my hands anyway. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but look, I think the turds. In a perfect world, the Super Bowl is turds lions. You can you imagine no. how awful that would be? It would Cleveland, be great for the Cleveland and Detroit. It would, <laughs> it would honestly be on the would, pilgrimage to Vegas. Like you were transported back to the seventies. Like, like they, they played in like nineteen fifty four or something. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm. How did mm. you have that memorized? Anyways, because I know everything, Bree. I thought you knew this. <laughs> Are the Eagles in trouble? I'm surprised to see them this low. The Chiefs are sneaking in. The Browns have miraculously resurfaced, uh, full of idioms today. But the Eagles, Ooh. are they in trouble? Uh, yeah, I think they are. Uh, there's something wrong with the defense. I mean, I, I know Kyler Murray's back, but Arizona's a bad football team. Although, fuck, man, they, they did beat Dallas this year and Philly, and they do play people tough. They're, they'll probably improve. But at the same time, man, I, you can't lose that game at home. Not when they were up the way they were. The offensive line's too good. Skill players are too good. Fucking Julio Jones had two touchdowns in the game the other day, too. Julio Jones. We're talking about Joe Flacco and Julio Jones. What was this, <laughs> 2013? So, like, I, I really think that there's a lot of opportunity here for Philadelphia being the five seed because they're going to go to Tampa or New Orleans. And that's a winnable game on the road. So they can win a playoff game on the road and kind of silence all this. And then they know they can beat San Francisco. They already did it. They know they can beat Dallas. They've already done it. You know, like Dallas beat them at home, yes, but they did mop them in the link. So, you know, when you get to the final four of each conference here in the divisional round, we'll, we'll be able to really think about what's what. But I think, I think Philadelphia is – 
definitely have some shit they need to fix. They're not going to be able to get away with this against the good teams in the NFC. Well, that's the parody of the NFL, as you always speak to. And Travis R. is repeating something I've heard you say. These days, I root for the teams that haven't had a Super Bowl win yet. We're far enough into the history that the underdogs need some love. I think that's eligible both in college football and the NFL. Uh, Not saying the Rams need to make it to the Super Bowl, but if you had to pick two uh, outside of the Browns and the Lions, who else would you like to see face off here? Or is Ravens 49ers the Super Bowl we all deserve? Uh, So Blackout Bowl, part two. Uh, So look, the Blackout Bowl is a great Super Bowl. It was entertaining. Uh, I think San Francisco kind of got robbed, but it was still entertaining. I'll tell you, it's a good time to be a Harbaugh. John's dancing in the locker room, winning the fucking North. And, you know, Jim just went out and got himself a nice college football win and going for the natty. And but I'm telling you, Mr. Harbaugh might be putting a, a Super Bowl trophy and a national championship trophy up in the same house with two brothers. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, you can think what you want about the Harbaugh's, but they definitely know how to coach some football and they get their guys to buy in and they their guys love them. They love them. You can think hard, both the Harbaugh's are corny and who's got it better than us? Nobody. But when you're in it, no one's got it better than them. And it's just the way it is. So I'm really, I'm, I'm, I can't lie, man. I'm pushing for Michigan on, on this college football side. And there's part of me that wants to see Baltimore do this because I'm tired of the Lamar Jackson hate. I, I don't need him to throw 50 touchdowns, but I, I do think he's an elite fucking all-time player. And I want, I I really want one of these run first quarterbacks, which I don't even think he is anymore. I think he's just a great quarterback. I, but MVP? Uh, I don't know. The MVP stuff is so convoluted right now. He doesn't have great numbers, but his team is fantastic. Tyreek Hill's got to be up there, I think. You know, fucking uh, Christian McCaffrey's got to be up there. I think his numbers are nuts, but it's a quarterback award, so I guess we'll see. I just I'd love to see Lamar win it so I can just look at Coach JB and be like, ha ha, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I, I don't know. Uh I really Cleveland, Detroit, I think would be incredible. Um, I don't I doubt it happens, but I think it would be incredible. I think that if we had to really look at this and who's playing the best right now, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm gonna have to go with the Niners and the Browns. I think Cleveland, San Francisco is probably a good bet. Now, Joe Flacco could fall out of his into a geriatric coma and like, <laughs> like, turn into forty-five-year-old Joe again. Back into a pumpkin. But right now, he's Cinderella. That was really good. And I'm telling you, he's he's at the fucking dance and he's twirling. So <laughs> as long as he's going to keep twirling, bro, roll it. So you know, Cleveland is in a Cleveland is really, really, really fucking good. They are deep. Their offensive line is nasty. They have a great coach up there in Bill Callahan. They can rush the passer. Miles Garrett is a fucking animal of all animals. Like he's an animal of animals, which makes you a beast. So, I mean, they, they're they're nasty, and uh, I, I really think that Cleveland's got a real shot. Uh, Tyler Riddle wants to know your thoughts on the AFC South, Texans, Jags, uh, the Colts, and then he specifically left off the Schmitty's Titans Colts. because they don't <laughs> they don't really count. Uh, so the Titans are having a rough year, although I like Will Levis. Um, look, Texans Colts play for the wild card. All right, the, whoever wins that game gets the seven seed. If Jacksonville wins and beats Tennessee, they're the they're the AFC South champs. I don't think Jacksonville makes it out of the first round this year. They shouldn't have last year. That was the Herbert uh, Charger 
monstrosity where they were up by three touchdowns and lost. The, you know, look, I think ten, I think uh, Tennessee has the opportunity to knock the worst team of the three out. Jacksonville, I think, is really struggling. And I don't, I know they shut out Carolina on Sunday and their defense looks pretty good, but there's a, the quarterback was hurt. Lawrence will be back this week. C.J. Beathard stepped in and played well. ETN's a good player, but not a great player. A, court, a running back can only do so much. Look, I, I'd i like to think that the best two teams there, the Colts and the Texans, are the ones that get in. Um, I'm going to take the Colts. I like Garner Minshew. I think that the, the rookie wall is kind of hitting C.J. Stroud a little bit. I'll take the Colts and throw them in. All right, why not? Um, there's a question here. Pez said, which NFL team do you think Jim Harbaugh goes to? The Michigan Wolverines. He's not leaving, Doug. Come on. They're going to win a natty, and he's going to go back next year and reload and win another natty. He's just going to get a better quarterback because McCarthy is believing his own hype, and everybody thinks he's a first-rounder. I'm not saying he's not. He's just not this year. He needs to go back to school. Needs development, needs accuracy. Yeah, he needs uh, to go back to school, Dad. Needs to work on it. Ben Sandoval said uh, in relation to Cleveland. What? What? In uh, relation to Cleveland versus Detroit, how does losing uh, how does the losing city move forward in life? <laughs> and I said they forfeit their rights to play. If you lose in the Super Bowl, there's no like. No, no, no. You're just over. That's done. That was your last shot. So Detroit and Cleveland are playing for. For like keeps. Oh, so whoever, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, and that game, I'll probably take Cleveland in that game, honestly. Can you imagine Cleveland winning a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco? I, I'll quit. What the fuck? I'll quit. Can you imagine that? What's the parade going to be? Just like, uh, it's going to be the drunkest bunch of Ohio people on earth. Like, they're going to go off. There's going to be people raising from the grave just to see the Browns win. So, uh, look, man, I, I don't know. Can both... If, Think about like if they just went on like a four or five overtime tie. They just called it. They're they just like, the look, this flag. is to fucking there. You both win. <laughs> like seven overtimes in. That would be ideal. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about the Broncos yet. Um, Do we have to? <laughs> they win. They got Yay. at the same time. Yes. It's just, it's done and over with. Fare they well. All right. We'll move on with that. I'm disgusted. It's fine. Me too. Um, Let's not get into that, but TVE Trucking had a question about the two linemen that Colorado got. Specifically? Well, which two? Yeah, which two? So let us know. To Jordan Seaton, because they got like eight linemen. So they got a bunch of defensive linemen and offensive linemen. Do you want to pick a random two? Sure, let's go with Jordan Seaton. Uh, I can't believe, look, never question Coach Prime. That's pretty (laughs) much what this has taught me. Every from now on, whenever something happens, I'm not going to say anything for three or four days, and I'm just going to back up and let something happen, and then react rather than try and figure it out. Because trying to figure that guy out is makes you look stupid. Period. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to try and figure that out anymore. They're playing the fit. They're playing college football, the transfer portal, and the media like a fucking fiddle. And you know what? Good for them. They got the number one player in the in the, the country at the most important position for what CU needed, which was offensive line. He is effortless. He's he's as good as Walter Jones, Orlando Pace, Jake Long, first picks in the draft at tackle shit. I know Walter Jones wasn't the first pick, but Orlando and Jake were. And I was in Miami when they picked Jake, and he was a fucking animal. 
And this he's the same kind of player. So I love his attitude. I love his work ethic. I think he's going to be great for CU. Um, don't question Coach Prime. Just kind of, just kind of smile and nod, and just accept the fact that you're probably wrong because he knows more than you. Um, I will say this: his message to me on Christmas like almost made me cry. That he like that he's one. That's a fucking bad man. So I, I'm just I'm so excited about next year for CU, especially with the 12 team playoff and the Big 12 and all these guys that come, got coming in and spring ball and everything else. So couldn't couldn't be happier. Uh, the fact that they bagged Jordan Seaton after thinking you know he was coming here and then thinking we were going to lose him, you know sometimes sometimes you got to dangle that out there like you got to fuck this up, huh? huh? And then they didn't. So dangle. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> Dante uh, said, Jim isn't going back to Michigan. But they're on a first name basis. All those games will end up being forfeited. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, but they took down the banners for the, for the Fab Five, but then they made a 30 for 30 on them. And everybody knows who the Fab Five are. You can, if, if they want to take a banner down four years from now for the NCAA being a bunch of idiots, everybody's going to know who won the natty. Everybody watched yesterday. You can't take the rings away from the kids. You can't take his ring away from him. And that ain't going to happen either because he's not breaking any rules now. He already served a suspension. And the NC and the Big Ten and the NCAA already put it to bed. So um, that's he's not going to stay. He's not going to the NFL again. It's not happening. He's staying in Michigan. That's my guess. Just like people thinking Bill Belichick's going to get fired in New England. That shit ain't happening either. Well, there's been reports that he could potentially go to the Chargers. Why the fuck would you want to do that? So that uh, why could go? Do you want to go Charger with the Chargers, Bill? Josh McDaniels, don't do it. Can go coach the Patriots. Oh my God, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> but the, if the Patriots want to sign McDaniels up to be the head coach, awesome, because they'll suck forever. But don't, I mean, Belichick, don't fuck your. Don't fuck your lineage up by going to the Chargers. All they do is Charger. All they do is Charger. Um, Travis R. said ideas on the CU win last in, in the two, uh, 24 Big 12 schedule. We'll do that on another show, and we'll break down kind of our idea for the for the schedule moving forward. But How about uh, the Broncos? Are we going to talk about that monstrosity? Well, I tried to, and you said you didn't want I to. I didn't really hear you correctly. Let's talk about Russ being benched because, first and foremost, it created a division like I've never seen before. You got a better performance or a par performance from Jarrett Stidham for less money. You're still winning the games you're supposed to. Give me a breakdown on how you felt about uh, Russ being benched. I, uh, I Look, I don't care if you're getting benched for performance. But that's not why it happened. And I'm never going to side with the franchise, ever. Even though the player's wrong here. Like he's he was he's not good and he needs to leave. And that's we know that. We understand that Russ isn't going to be the guy here. He should have been able to finish out the season regardless of injury waiver. That's the contract you signed. I mean, if I was Russ, I wouldn't put it by him to fake a fucking injury at this point for $40 million. And don't sit, you can sit here and talk shit all you want, but until you're in that situation and you got a $40 million injury settlement. And you're gonna not get it because they're benching you. Don't tell me you wouldn't like stub your toe really hard or walk in front of traffic or something. He has, <laughs> he has the right to refuse, but the team has the right to ask. It's yeah, a business. I get it. I understand. I'm saying the NFL is fucking shady. 
and they they constantly do this to guys. They're There's a no business. Yeah, but the NBA is a business, and they have guaranteed contracts. The the NHL is a business, and they have guaranteed contracts. The fucking Major League Baseball is a business, and they have guaranteed contracts. We're the only fucked up business where they can cut you and third your fucking salary and just be like, oh, we injury waived you. You get a third of what you should have made. Then the Players Association needs the to The Players Association them. is dog shit. We know this. At the same time, though, it, this is a one-off situation. And I, I think it's dirty. I think it's dirty as fuck. And on both sides. I think Russ, Russ is... Russ is 100%, you know, accountable for this with his play, even though his numbers don't look bad, which any pundit's just going to look at the numbers and be like, oh, he's got 26 touchdowns and 10 interceptions or whatever it is. He looks pretty good. But we've watched every fucking snap, and he misses more opportunities than he makes. And I, I think Sean Payton is looking at this, like I told you the other day. I think he's looking at it and going, okay, we could probably get into the playoffs with this. They had an opportunity to do this year. It's not like Russ wasn't playing against New England. Losing that game was that was unacceptable. Like they had no business losing that game. They should have dominated that football game and they fucked it up. Mm. And that's because the quarterback isn't, he's just not that guy. Now, <clears throat> I know I may be talking out of both sides of my mouth here, but what I'm trying to say is Sean Payton is looking at it and going, Man, imagine how good we could be if I had a quarterback that could actually run my system and make the throws rather than just being good enough to like look like we could be good. And that's what he is with Russ. So they had to make a tough decision, and they did. Um, I don't like this part of the NFL. I think it's really dirty, and they're not going to change anything about it. The CBA is what it is. Um, Russ, Russ will be fine. He's married to Sierra. He's got plenty of money. It's about doing it to the next guy who may not be as – well off as Russ. That's the problem, in my opinion. So, look, Russell Wilson had every opportunity to come here and do everything he wanted to do. I'm going to give some advice to superstars. Don't come in here and tell everybody what you're going to do. Just come in and do it. It usually doesn't work out very well. I know LeBron got a couple of rings in Miami, but he also lost twice. But when you come in and you write four rings on your fucking shoes and, like, you show up with that much ego... You better be the goddamn Terminator. And he wasn't. And it just, it, it is what it is. So, I, you know, looking forward here for the Broncos, possible draft picks there. Tyler's got a good question. I Look, Penix last night looked like the guy to me. I know he's a lefty, but who gives a shit? Like, Tebow was a lefty. Y'all fell in love with him. So some guy flipped the plays to make it right-handed and his release is just as fast. Uh, and, as his, it would be and his spin ratio on the ball is fucking ridiculous. That thing comes out of there like a goddamn lightning bolt. So I think he could be a really good pick. I think the Broncos, you said, what are they picking between 11 and 15? 11 and 16, but it's probably not going to be 11 or 16. So it's 12 through 15 then. So I, he'll probably be there right there. If I had to guess, unless there's a run on quarterbacks and there's going to be about, there could be eight or nine going the first round this year just because of how many guys there are, but also the talent. So, you know, Williams and Hartman and Penix and Knicks and Jalen Daniels and so on and so forth. So, and more guys that we even forgot. So, I really like the Penix kid. I know I'm a little biased because I watched him last night, but I watched JJ, JJ McCarthy last night and I don't think he's a first rounder. So, you know, it, it's, uh, <clears throat> It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky how they maneuver this here in Denver for sure. 
It'll be interesting. Go ahead and wish everyone well and get us out of here. I appreciate everybody. It's been a great year. Um, you know, the 2024 is going to be even better. We appreciate you for, for listening and watching every day. We'll be back on uh, tomorrow to discuss more uh, and, you know, get the party going here in 2024. So big games coming up this weekend. The national titles Monday night. Uh, pretty much the playoffs start this weekend for the majority of the NFL is, you know, it's either win and in or lose and you're out. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, Bri and I, thank you very much for your time. And, and everybody uh, that watches and listens, make sure you like and subscribe and pound that pound that button. Uh, and then if you got any questions or concerns, uh, reach out and we'll talk about it more uh, tomorrow or the next day. No All concerns, right? though. No concerns. No concerns. Well, yeah, save your concerns. <laughs> Later, y'all.